Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Always Aggravated, a Mike Valenti signature podcast. All right, so this week's edition, a couple of change-ups for you. I'm filling in for Dave Richard, who had a personal situation to attend to. Uh, We will get your fantasy questions. I will handle those. We'll do our annual Christmas catalog special. And if we have time, I can't guarantee that we do, just a quick run-through of these bowl games, because I'm not sure how many of these I can even tolerate watching. Uh, But again, let's just dive in and do this. So... First things first, would you please subscribe, rate, and review Radio.com and iTunes? Like, uh, if you're listening to this, how have you not subscribed? I I don't don't know. Um, But our annual Christmas catalog, you know, last year it was one of our favorite episodes, and it it does center around Roberto because some of his decisions on the things that he buys his children for Christmas are, in a word, ridiculous. (laughs) Now, you've come to the table this year, and this is one parents, I think, have to battle today that... Me and David certainly did did not have to. We never had this choice. I right. don't think you did. But then again, you were kind of living a different lifestyle than David and I growing up. Right. I wouldn't be shocked if you had like the Gordon Gecko, Gecko bag phone in, in 1995. <laughs> My dad did. I bet you he did. Um, but you are pondering buying your children iPhones for Christmas. Your children are 13 and 9. They're literally saying to me, if that's the only thing that was under the tree... They, that would be fine with that. Mm. What possesses you to buy a nine-year-old a cell phone? Well, my wife and I are discussing it because, yeah, the problem is, you know he's going to break it in two seconds or he's going to lose it. I mean, this happens with every uh, gadget he has. Hmm. So uh, it, unless I get like a bulletproof encased thing for this phone, <laughs> we're like it can barely even be used. Uh, plenty of good cases. You know. Leave it to Roberto for the the reason he's not even focused on the right thing. Do well, you know I, what your nine year old can get into? Well, you have to cell you phone? have to make the settings and you have to. Oh, okay. You know, block things. Oh, and, you, you, so what? So. Him, him texting with friends? You blocking that? Um, you understand that when a kid has a cell phone, you've opened up his life to bullying twenty four hours a day. But he also needs a way to communicate with home. Yeah. You know what it's called? A payphone. Go find <laughs> There's one. There's no payphones anymore. Go find one. <laughs> hey, well, I always love when I, I hear I love to this. ask my kids what a payphone is. I, I, I love like, what? I don't know. I seem to communicate with home okay at nine <laughs> years old. Be where you need to be when I say to be yeah, there. Yeah, when the street lights Yeah, I know, right? That's it. <laughs> but no, I, I just, I do wonder, like, is that one of the more popular? Like, David, how old are your children again? Nine and six. All right, so is there any thought to your nine-year-old getting a phone? They have asked, but they did not put it on the Christmas list because we've already told them no. Ah. That's just not happening. They're not you, at that age. Do you agree with me there is no reason for a child under the age of 14 to have a phone? I, I totally, well... 
it depends on, of course, situations happen. It depends on what the family dynamic is. Give me a 13-year-old who's going to end up being a congressman, and well, I'll, 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 I'll give him a phone <laughs> at 13, okay? Well, well, I have a 13-year-old goddaughter. She deserves, She needs a phone because the no. dynamic is different. Her father and mother are in a house, so she's always you know, on the bus or you know, getting picked up from school for right, someone. I'm here, but, I'm there, I'm checking right. in, I'm calling. But I'm, that circumstance is... is a circumstance. I don't think your kids have that situation, Roberto. They're usually with you or with your wife. They don't need a phone. They don't need one. They really don't. They can go to the school office and call you if they need to. <laughs> oh, that happens enough. <laughs> now, this is this is an interesting one to me because you get the top 10 gifts for men. So now, this is what I don't get. Here are the top 10 gifts. And th- these are a collection of things. They are all over the place now. For her for kids, for, for golfers. So let me just read some of these. And and this isn't some list of opulence. But a couple of these, I have to be totally honest with you, I, I would never even ponder either <laughs> receiving or giving. The number one gift in America, apparently, for this Christmas season for Drums. her. No. <laughs> a crossbody wallet. Come on. <laughs> like, you know, it's like a, 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 oh, yeah. a purse you're <laughs> yeah. wearing across yeah. your body. I go, that nah. Is, that's something I would buy. <laughs> you, you would buy that for your wife or for yourself? Uh, for her. I'd be, like, I'd be like, look at this. <laughs> now, your kids are too old. David, you have a kid that would fit this. Number mm-hmm. two in America, apparently, is the Baby Shark coloring book from uh, Crayola. Uh, no, 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 no. He's too old for that. Like okay. That. Too old for that. All right. I number like three. This is for the golfer in your life. The golf ball pint glass. Have you seen this? Yes. You have. All yeah. right. So basically, oh. it's uh, a golf ball. It's hand sculpted. Oh yeah, those are big right now. It's, it's hand sculpted. Killers. and It's got the golf ball buried into the side of the glass. So you drink your beer with yeah. a golf ball. Only took a thousand yeah. years to come up with that. Yeah, I, it's great. We can't cure cancer, but we can yeah. put a golf ball into a glass in suspension. Now, for anyone on your list, this is what I mean, though. Like, I would never think to buy this for another human being. A mini waffle maker. What? You know yeah, what? I would like, like that. No. That's one of those things you're that. never going to use. You're going to stick it in the closet. I don't think or, you no, ever buy any form of kitchenware for Christmas. I would love I don't. it. That goes with the list I have, too. You're absolutely right. I would right. love it because I would just wake up in the morning, make me some mini waffles, and leave the house. <laughs> I would love that. You know what's interesting that's on this list? Because I'm not going to read every item. I didn't realize this was back. The Super Nintendo... That's back? Oh, like, yeah. That's Super one NES? All the games are in it. You just have to plug it in like Dude, HDMI. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, they have original Nintendo, too. Super Nintendo was badass. Yeah, yeah. it was. Super Nintendo is when you thought, like, man, it's like in, in Home Alone, you know. Harry, we've reached the top. <laughs> like, as a kid, going from Atari to Nintendo was a leap. But then you felt like the leap to Super Nintendo was like, I've landed on the moon. These graphics will never be beaten. Well, I could never really, oh. I, I never really embraced the Super Nintendo because why well, the it, system's white. No, because the my Nintendo was stolen, house broken into. Wow. So I never got over the Nintendo David being was taken away Xbox from me. Oh. Was I was like, oh no! So I never got to the Super Nintendo. Oh, I tell you no. one thing that's on this list, and I know it's on the list for my niece. Anything Frozen? Oh my gosh, yeah, that's, that's hot an easy right one. Now I yeah. haven't seen the film. This frozen thing is taken over yeah. planet Earth for kids. Yeah, I have boys, so I know nothing about Meets, it. Neither right. do I. Right. I'm just saying, like, even last year it was big, but now they released the sequel. Frozen items are littered over here. This one is a good one, and I'm going to be honest with you. I never thought I would use this thing mm-hmm. 
but me and Mel got one last year. Oh, the waffle maker. Good for you. No. <laughs> the Echo. The Dot. Oh. No? Not your thing? You know what? I, I have one of those. I have not set it up yet. Are they, are they just... I got it a couple weeks ago. I think ago. it's are they, great. Are they great? Yeah, no, I, I dig it. Whether it's, you know, the Echo, the Alexa, whatever you want to call it. Did you ever find yourself yelling at it because it's not working? No. What, never, what do you... <laughs> No, what do you I, use I it yell for at the you most? more than any device in my house. <laughs> what do you use it for the most? Like, the most use you get out of it is what music. voice command? Music. Music? Yeah, that's honestly, like, when I use our, whatever it is, I don't know, do we have an Alexa or an Echo? I forget. The point is, it, music. You say, Alexa, Kenny G, please. Yes. Give, give me I gotta Kenny G. <laughs> All of it. Do you, your, do you have your lights connected to it or whatever too? Oh yeah, they no, do that. No, I did not do that. Your thermostat. Yeah, all you, everything no, no, you can get connected listen, to listen, it. Listen, Shut listen. the blinds. There's only a certain amount <laughs> of control the I'm going to give up to this device. <laughs> do the business. Uh, oh my. <laughs> oh my. All right, so go yeah. ahead. Let's get back on track. I, I just look the phone. Terrible idea. Uh, second of all, look here's the here's the other thing. You confided in us on the regular show. You're a very you're a bad gift giver. Oh yeah. Now you have a list here. I'm just interested because I feel I feel bad for your wife in many ways, but when you started telling me about the gifts that you would give, I think we all cringed. Like we looked at this and went, This isn't possible. Well yeah, last year I told you I bought the robot, you know, the Roomba, the yeah, vacuum yeah, cleaner. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. And uh, I'm the only one that ever uses it. I'm fascinated by it. She will not touch it. <laughs> she thinks that it's blasphemy, it doesn't work. Even though I show her, I flip it upside down. I go, look at, look at all the dust and the dog hair got into this. Look at it. <laughs> Doesn't care. Doesn't care. I wouldn't use it's it. It's not a regular vacuum. No, regular. It can't no, compete. No, no, it can't compete, but it's just one of those things where like, you know, just as a quick thing or just to run it after you've done your regular vacuuming, you know, yeah, two no, days ago or yeah, something. Yeah, no offense, Roberto. It's for the lazy people. Yeah, that's wow. why I like it. Wow. <laughs> vacuuming sucks, dude. <laughs> Who the hell wants to vacuum? It's the worst thing. I love vacuuming, oh, actually. Oh, stop. All right, come on. Give me this list of gifts because okay. I want to hear. So these I are the worst. You bought some of these. These are the worst gifts you can buy. Um you know, not just your spouse, but anybody in your family. Uh, one says any cosmetics of any kind. Uh, anything to do with personal care or hygiene is uh, not a gift. I'll be honest. The only type of thing I would ever consider buying in that genre would be perfume. Yes. And even then, I think that's a personal choice. Yes. No, I always get that. That's one. That Now, that's one I can always bang no, on. But see, I, I don't. Work. I haven't done that in, in years because that, that's... I do that every year. No, mm. she's got she's got her, her... Arsenal. No, she's got her lady at <laughs> Sephora. She goes and does her thing. It's not, you know, I love what she wears. Um, another one here. Not to get too personal. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my smells like smells a, great. I don't smells know. like a million bucks. <laughs> No, um, like, I mean, no one tells me what I'm going to wear. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're right. No one tells me either. So I hate that. Yeah. So, like, that is kind of that cheese dick move for a guy. <laughs> Here, honey, here's some Shalimar. Yeah, and then I you realize, <laughs> yeah, you just bought a perfume for a lady that's like, it's an it's for 80-year-old women playing bridge in Boca. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. The last time someone got me or bought me some, I was 15. So oh, that's, you know, on. no, no, no. But that's that's them saying, you know, this is probably something yeah. that is good for, you know, right. young men. Yeah. After that, no, I get my own stuff. Aww. Good. Here's Carry another on. one. Very impersonal gift. What? Uh, that is just, you know, not a good thing to give is a blank, a, a picture frame with nothing in it. A Never. digital picture frame? <laughs> oh, well, that's even worse. <laughs> no, I, first of all, all right. 
This is high, this is judgmental, <laughs> and I got to watch what I say because I do have a friend who's a fan of the digital picture frames. I think they're so fucking tacky. Yeah, he has like multiples, yeah. <laughs> like everywhere. And you know, you know what's you know what's terrible about this? He has more money than God, <laughs> but he loves these. He's got all <laughs> literally. I'm convinced he doesn't have to work the rest of his life type money, and this guy outfitted his entire. Palatial estate Ugh. with fucking digital pictures. Oh, and no. anytime I, and I never had the heart because anytime I go over there, I wanted to smack these fucking things right <laughs> off the shelf. Oh. They're so ridiculous. <laughs> it is. They're so absurd. <laughs> Just let's move on. I don't want to go too deep into this because oh, I was about fan- to tell you what some of the pictures were, and then we give away who it is, and I don't want to do that. All right, here's another one. Digital pictures. world's greatest anything. Whether it be a shirt, a we're, mug, we're uh, great as dad, <laughs> grandfather, boss, yeah, Jesus. whatever it is. Oh, definitely ain't hearing that. <laughs> no. Michael Scott from The Office would like that. Um, any uh, exercise equipment is not, you know, a very nice thing to give as a gift. No. All right, stop right there. For I disagree. A you know, I, I, this 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 has been a controversy, and I touched on this earlier. First of all. Anyone who's outraged over a fucking exercise bike ad needs to go get therapy. Yeah, they need to talk the, to a therapist and get their life right. This Peloton ad, now I watched it blindly because it's on during the commercial of every basketball game I've, I've ever watched here the last three, four weeks. I never thought twice. Other than shit, they got a really nice house. I, I never <laughs> I never thought twice. Then I read an article. This was, I, I don't know if it was NBC, whatever it was. And I mean, you had people going, well... That husband clearly beats his wife. I'm like, oh. wait, because he gave her a, a a Peloton? Oh, my God. He's body shaming. I'm like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Must be nice to have your model wife use a bike. Oh, and you're on. like, wait, you're legitimately angry? At the- okay, first of all, it's every reason I'm not on social media. Second of all, it's a commercial. <laughs> have you ever noticed that no matter what the medication is, it could be dick pills. It could be... Like, you're, you're, you're balding. It could be you've got every health problem in the world. They're all beautiful people in the ad. Yes, they are. You ever notice mm-hmm. every Cialis ad, it's not a 400-pound dude whose blood pressure prevents him from getting a bone bone. Right. And, 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 and he's a slob. No, 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 no. It's a guy who's like a silver fox. He looks like Jack Palance, and he's taking <laughs> yeah. a bubble bath with roses <laughs> in it. Like... Guys, commercials feature actors. Their job is to communicate a message to you. Hey, here's a Peloton. It's a $3,000 fucking exercise bike. What do you think most people who drop three grand on <laughs> no, a bike things, yeah. look like? She's not the, a real wife. She's an actor. She's, right. I, I, the thing came out yesterday. She's been in multiple commercials, all different kinds of products. Wait, 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 hold on. What, do you, what do you think it is? The average person? Person buying a Peloton is named Patty Jean from Independence, Mississippi. <laughs> Living in a trailer, they don't have room for the Peloton. Yeah. That's not how it works. The Peloton costs more than the trailer. Right. It's yeah. a high-end item. Right. It's like if you're advertising a Mercedes or an Audi or yes. a BMW or a Lamborghini, a Ferrari. What do you think the fucking people are gonna look like? Yes. You think it's gonna be an Amish couple from Potterville? <laughs> you think they're riding their horse and buggy and leaving in a hurricane? <laughs> like I just don't understand. And then people read into it like yeah. Yes. This husband is a controlling piece of shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my it's a Lord. commercial. Now, the actual exercise equipment, this comes down to the type of relationship you are in. Thank you. Is physical activity a big part of what you do? Is it a part of your life? Is it? Is it something like, look, man, if you're... 
in a relationship where neither of you work out, that's probably going to be a bad gift. I would agree. If one of you works out like crazy and the other is banging out two liters of Mountain Dew <laughs> and puffing ciggies, it's probably a bad gift. Other than cigarettes, that's my household. But if like, each of you enjoy a physical activity, it doesn't even have to be the same activity. Yes. Then this stuff is in play. Yes. I don't, I don't get it. You know, obviously, like this past six months, I've had, I've had shoulder and knee problems that I'm getting fixed. So I can get back in the gym. But, like, my wife loves yoga, mm-hmm. loves bar class, loves the things that she loves to do. That's great. Like, I don't think all of a sudden, if I bought an exercise bike, I don't think she'd be like, you chauvinist pig. <laughs> I don't read it. You have to know your spouse. you yes. got to know. I don't know, man. It's just one of those things, like... That one I disagree with. Like, there are plenty of couples that work out together at the same gym, at the same times. I don't think that's out of bounds. No. Hey, you want to get away? Yes, right now I do. Relax, have a good time, get to the D, Las Vegas. Everything you need, the D, renovated. Enjoy all the delights of Vegas, except the big bill on your room. And again, it's winter time here in Detroit. It's winter in most places. Get the hell out and get moving. And the D has it all. The Long Bar, their new sports book, brand new. Circus Sports open at Golden Gate right down the street. Their sister property and everything in between. So check it out. It's the D.com to book your stay today. It's the D.com, the D Las Vegas. It is your home for sports in Vegas. This one, I, I, most people would see it as out of bounds. I actually could probably use this as a gift. Any self-help, self-help books. <laughs> it's a bad gift. That's a horrendous gift. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, here's another one that a lot of people agree with or disagree with. That cash, they say, is a bad gift. How? I think for people that you have a highly personal relationship with, it's a terrible gift. <laughs> now, I don't know it, about that. No, no, hold on. David, David no. you can't give your wife cash. Well, not my that wife. That just says, fuck yeah, you, I no. don't care. Not my wife, but my sister, I may give her cash. My, okay. my cousin's gift example gift card exactly. Okay, Same I, thing. I have a recent dead broke college grad sister. <laughs> Cash is probably in play. Yes, but like when you're talking kids, you're just saying I don't think enough of you to shop. When it's oh, yeah, your yeah, wife, yeah, 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 you're yeah, like, yeah. I don't want you to leave me, but here's some cash, yeah. but I really don't care. Now, that I agree with, I, yes. You can't give cash in situations yes. like that. I don't give cash to my sister, but sometimes I might think about it because, I don't know, she likes things that I don't really know. Is, so. it, is a gift card just as impersonal as cash, though? No, because the gift card could be to a place that they truly they like. love yeah. or a service they truly love, but well, you didn't want to dictate the terms of it. If it's a Visa gift card, <laughs> or Amazon, right? I yeah. mean, Amazon is anything. That's, Amazon, you're not that's boiling that down. I, I bet anything. you that's the number one gift on I any think, site you look at is an Amazon, the Amazon gift card. Amazon yeah. gift card. Oh, Roberto, I heard you like pasta. Here's an Amazon gift. Yeah, card. Yeah. What, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> Wrap up a package of uh, cavadils? I mean, come on, that's totally that's ridiculous. Here's some Barilla. I mean, everybody would agree with this one now. This one, I don't know, though. I, some of them I would be appreciative of. Anything that you see on an infomercial. I think as a gag gift, yes. As a serious gift, no. Like, if I showed up and bought you a copper chef, right. you would laugh and go, ha, ha. Uh, yeah. Pretty funny. And you might and actually might use, use it. Right. Yeah. But it would, like, I think... Like, let's, okay, great example. Let's say you were known as Waffle Guy. <laughs> let's say every breakfast that as a show we went out to, 
you always ordered waffles, right? Right. As a joke, I see an infomercial, and it's like... The ultimate waffle. JoJo's Mini Waffle Maker. Right. It's a gag gift. Roberto's middle name is Waffle. Ha ha. But outside of that, I think that's a pretty bad idea, personally. Like, Um, who's going to give somebody the OxyClean? (laughs) Billy Mays! Well, Billy Mays is actually dead. Who's the guy who does it now? The creepy New Zealand dude. I don't know. I can't even keep track anymore. I don't know. No, he's got I know Eric Thies. That's the only guy. Isn't it Anthony Sullivan? I don't know. Oh my God! You're you're right because he he's not Anthony. He goes Anthony. It's like it's yeah. Anthony. Yeah. You don't get to change it because you have an accent. <laughs> That's not the guy that does the flex seal. And that are those yeah. commercials. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. tell you something. What if you got me some flex seal? For I Christmas? have never wanted to see a World War II plane yeah. like one of those B fifty two bombers. <laughs> yes, fly low and open the bomber doors more than when that asshole <laughs> is in a glass boat that he wants me to believe he used Flex Seal yeah. to build. And he's going, Wahoo! I just want the Memphis yeah. Bell to open the fucking doors and rain <laughs> fire upon There's him. There's like hundreds of gallons yeah. of water pouring out of this big thing and he just slaps a piece of tape right. on it. Just popping the, the tape. Yeah. Like, like I'm, I'm on an airplane and the fuselage is separating. We're all gonna die. Yeah. Flex Seal! Yeah. Yeah, we just Flex seal the wing back onto the plane. We're like good. he's in the Florida Everglades, and they want you to believe there's alligators everywhere. Yeah, you taped their mouths shut. <laughs> yeah, the I taped their mouths shut, and I built a glass bottom boat. I Ooh. want. Well, I, what are what were those B fifty two bombers? Yes, glass. The doors just open up, and they rain like eighty of those big those big bombs. I, I hate that guy. What's his name again? I have no idea, but I love the product. Flex Seal guy. Actually, I've never insane. used the product. Anthony Sullivan, you're thinking. Oh, no, Flex Seal. Oh, the Flex Seal. Say, who's the Flex Seal guy? He wears flex the dad um, jeans. He's wearing them up guy. to his tits. What the, <laughs> what the hell is that guy? No, Phil Swift? <laughs> I don't know. The Flex Tape guy, it says. No, isn't it Flex Seal? Well, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. guy. Fine. Yeah, Bottom line is, he wears his pants like my Grandpa Lewis. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I hate and that. He's making him look like a man's man. He's got like a flannel yeah, yeah, shirt yeah, on. And yeah. Tight polo. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got those sweet pants hitched up like three inches above the belly <laughs> he looks button. Like he's about to get into some war. Yeah. And then he's got his assistants build him a glass bottom boat with tape. Yeah. Next. Uh, they see here, one of them is uh, anything that's holiday or seasonal themed items. What do you mean? So, um,. If you got somebody deck, uh, holiday decorations or a set like of a Christmas uh, ornament? napkins or table setting or something that's so if Christmas a mu- if oriented, a mug had Christmas right, stuff right, right, on right. it. That, mm. that's- I think ornaments are always a nice starter kit where you put it attached to the actual gift yeah. on the box. Christmas yep. ornaments always play. I think that they can be thoughtful. Now, if you're like Sully and you just went to the drugstore and bought a shiny red ball and that's what their ornament is, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> But I think if you actually bought them a highly personal ornament that means yeah. something to them, yes. that's a cool starter. I would disagree on that end. Next. That is a good one. I, I, I do like a nice... Uh, yeah, but you wouldn't do it. No, I have I have the... Um, I have kiss ornaments. Oh, Jesus Christ. I have uh, Christmas right. story ornaments. I have Ralphie in the pink costume. Exactly. Oh, that's a good exactly. one. Exactly. Like, I, you know what I would buy you? Oh. I just... I haven't gone to Browner's this year. I would buy you... A beautiful, beautiful <laughs> record player. Oh. I bet you they have it. As a, a You know what? Yeah. I've got a number and of if those. If I play some music, you hit No, that? no, no. It'd just be a shiny, beautiful record player. Like, mm. I've got I've got a slice of pizza. i got a chicken <laughs> wing. i got a cigar. A chicken parmesan. i got an ugly horse head. <laughs> um, no, I've got lots of things that I yeah, like I like in that. Life. 
You know, I, it's great. I, I got a, a passport because, you know, mm-hmm. I like to travel. Like, people have gotten me really nice things, like, yeah. over the years. They're, it's, it's a fun little thing. I, I'm actually planning a trip up there after Christmas. So you all might get an after Christmas. Smart move. Kind of I want you to catalog this me. because this was a controversy years yeah. ago. I want to see if they've expanded their Black Santa selection. Well, I was last, very disappointed. Last time I, I went, it wasn't big. So wow. No, it was so like, they put one, it in like one. Yes. They put one. it in like the corner of the store. Yeah, like no, you could get behind the store. Just, just one like aisle. they had more <laughs> options if you were looking for the creepy German yeah. Santa reset. But no, they, they would be. They had like one though, Black man. Santa. They're not allowed in the store. It's not right. Well, I just read in in Kalamazoo. That in their holiday, you know, their winter or holiday parade will feature a Black Santa this year. What? As it should. That, uh, yeah, when is that, this parade? Uh, uh, enough letters have come in. And That's st- right. And writings have come in that love people it. are demanding Black Santa. When Why is this can't parade? Santa Claus? Well, this, is the, the, this is the other thing for people who get bent out of shape with this. Why can't Santa be black? I don't know. Like, if I were a black <laughs> parent, why wouldn't I tell my kids Santa's black? What's what? I mean, they, 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 I don't know. What's the problem? There is no problem. Why does everything got to be white in this there world? There is no problem. Ridiculous. And I, and I tell you how society screwed me up when I was a kid because they used to have, for those that are not local, we have a Kobo Center where they have you know different events and things like that. So when I was a kid, they had a the Christmas spectacular. Mm. So you're going, everything's Christmas, and Santa Claus is there, and there was a black Santa. This white Santa. I didn't notice at the time. We were in the black Santa line. What is this, 1955? It was 1990-something. But here's the thing. I got all the way. I pick a lane, all right? I got all the way to the front. I went crazy. I I cried. I went berserk because I had never seen and heard of a black Santa before. I had to be like six. Oh, no. So that's how society screwed me up growing up. (laughs) Oh no! I'm what cr- do you want for yeah. Christmas, little? Who are you? You're black. You're not Santa. It's like that oh, scene in Christmas Story when his little brother gets up there and oh, just explodes. Yeah. All right, take him away. That's exactly what we have. We had out. We have one. Our first Christmas card that we ever put out, where it was me, my wife, and my son when he was just born. Um, Is that back when you had hair? Yeah, and he was maybe a year old. And we took a picture with Santa, and and we used the one where he was just like hysterically crying and screaming. <laughs> That's God. the one we used for the card. That's tremendous. Great. All right, go down the rest of this list. What else? Uh, there's only a couple more. One was uh, cleaning supplies. That's an awful gift. Um, <laughs> awful uh, soap. Oh come on. Uh, you know a lot of these people make homemade soap and shit. There's that- one. There's one person we work with. I'd love to buy soap for. <laughs> 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 Just saying, you're an adult. You shouldn't smell. Does it mean? No, nah, you're all right. Good, I'm good. <laughs> you're good. Uh, how about a, a tie or scarf? Bad gift. No. Disagree. I disagree. I well. disagree because now listen. If you buy somebody a rat a ratty three dollar scarf, but scarves have become very in fashion, yes. not just for ladies either. Now I'm just telling you, mm-hmm. scarves are big these days. And second of all, a tie. Look again. If it's a tie that says "World's Best Dad," that ain't ever coming out of the the, right. the closet. Bad gift, right? <laughs> but if it's an actual yeah. nice tie for a guy who wears ties on yes. a daily basis, I gotta be honest. Yes, maybe I could get like a black Santa tie. No, what I don't want that. that. <laughs> no, I bought my dad a tie last year because you know we go to church, so we wear ties all the time. It's a place that he had never gone. I wanted to go that I go to just so he can go to a little know, more high fashion. For, right. uh, I'm gonna give you one more, Papa Hall. <laughs> last one on here that this is controversial in this room. Mm. <laughs> Pets. Are a bad gift. Yeah. Mm. No, I, mm. I think 
pets to me, A, you don't surprise someone with a pet. That has to be a commitment they make well in advance. Yeah, that is like that the they, jerkiest thing to Right. Do. <laughs> like, oh, honey, look, I got you a puppy. Oh, yeah. well, I got something for yeah. you, too. And a pickup truck comes yeah. out of the forest. I no. got you a ferret. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that ain't real life. No, I think as, if as a couple you decide, hey, we're getting a pet this Christmas season because we mutually want it, like me and my wife after we lost Leo over a month ago, like, that's not a gift per se. Right. It's more, hey, but, this this is more expensive than a dinner. I, I already told her, I don't I don't like getting gifts. I like giving gifts. That, that's not the traditional. I think when you're talking about a gift, you're talking about like, oh, hey, what do I see behind the tree? Oh, it's a box with air holes poked in it. But there's Oh, nothing, here, open it up, honey. There's nothing you tell your wife like, man, I'd really like that. Or, no, let's <laughs> no, go buy it myself. <laughs> I don't like getting gifts. I like giving them. Well, that's what I was talking about just doing with my wife and kids. Let's just go shopping one day, and everyone just buys what they want. No, and that's see, it. There's what, no thought in that. What though. I like doing no. is ambushing. I like to ambush people. I like them to be convinced that they're not getting a gift, and then they get them. And then they have no recourse. See, my dad did that to me for years. It drove me crazy. I love it. He would say, oh, no, you know, they didn't have it, or it didn't come in, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, it's uh, great. Hey, go downstairs and give me, go grab a bottle of wine down in the basement. <laughs> I'd go downstairs, there'd be a whole drum set yeah. set up. That, I'm like, doing oh. that this year with my boys. <laughs> I love it. I'm yeah. doing that this year with my boys. They want a game system. Complete ambush. I'm going to tell it's them, perfect. it's not here. <laughs> and then it's going to be somewhere else, and I'm going to send them there. Yeah. It is always fun to do that, to fuck with them. Yeah, yeah. but what I'd like is, and for Sully, you got to do this with the social media. Okay. I want to know the worst Christmas gift people have ever received. <laughs> or the oh, worst yeah. Reaction we can do to that next week. No, like the worst reaction. Like sometimes the best intentions can still go south. The yes. worst reaction you've gotten. Oh. Have you had that? You're making a cringe. Uh, no, I've never done anything that, you know, and, and even if it was bad, you know, everyone just keeps a smile on their face and, oh, that's great. I always it was, that reminds me of this year. We're doing it again at my house where um, my wife's family all comes over and then we do that white elephant. What the hell is thing. that? Yeah, what is that? Uh, well, it's very white. I guess that's why they call it white <laughs> elephant. But uh, <laughs> everyone brings a gift, and and you can only spend like twenty dollars on a gift. And then what you do is um, one person can, you know, and they're all wraps. You don't know what steal it is. Steal or whatever. Right, you can yeah. steal a gift. You can pass it or you know, wait, oh. wait, 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 wait. So you, you, you limit it to 20 bucks. Right. What the fuck am I supposed to buy for $20 that anyone's going to want? Oh, it's awful. That's a total And that's thing. the joke of it, too. It's like dumb No, but things. like think about like, this. If I know the person, yeah, I got a, I got a shot I can get them something for 20 bucks because I know them. I know specifically what I would have well, to no, do. Well, no, this is you try, to, you try to mess with everybody so that most people think, oh, well, I'm going to take the biggest thing. And then you open the biggest thing. It's nothing. It's crap, mm -hmm. right? It, but it's, then, or it's the a, smallest thing could be something that you really need. You know, it could be 25 or 20 bucks of Starbucks or something. Right. Okay, now that okay, now that, that, that might be the safest white right. elephant gift of all. Right. How come we don't do that at work? I don't know. It'd be kind of cool. No, we, but I don't want We did do it. I remember we did do it one year here. You remember growing up, though? Long Like, time listening ago. to Howard Stern. and Oh, their Secret the, Santa. Was, their Secret oh, Santa was the best. His... What he would do was that one year he brought in a wood chipper. <laughs> if he didn't like the gift that he, he received, put right he put it in the wood chipper. <laughs> you remember the one year, what was it, the, the, he gave him the cookie puss? The Carvel? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, one guy, and one time an intern got Howard as his uh, secret Santa, and he bought, <laughs> he bought Howard a granite tombstone. 
What? Howard could actually use when he died, and the date was left open of his death. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, that is hands down the worst gift you could ever give In anybody. Why would you give that to In someone? In history. <laughs> I would love to do something like that, but I think this place would freak out if we did it. <laughs> Roberto, you're right. I thought this place did do something like that. No, I don't mean the white elephant. I mean just all of us exchanging gifts and, like, gifts going in straight into a wood chipper. I mean, that would be <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. But no, I mean, it, it's, it's, you can't do this. This is very insulting. Mm. That's what I love yeah, about it. It's great. Insult. Yeah, it's what, great. more insulting than be, it's having to talk about the lions? <laughs> Please. Well, Big Power's at it again, leaving people in the dark. And you know the deal. Winter, snow, ice, winds, power outages. Big Power don't give a damn. They'll let you sit there and freeze your ass off. So what are you going to do about it? You go to Power Home Solar. That's what you do. You own your power. You don't rent it. Bottom line, Power Home Solar is the number one residential solar provider in the state. They're installing American-made panels, 30-year warranty. So you own your power. You don't just rent it from the power company. Guys, they're building a movement towards cleaner, greener energy. You want to see if solar's right for your home, go to PowerHome.com. That's PowerHome.com, or you give them a call, one 800 Solar 15. Schedule your free solar consultation today. Don't rent your power. Own it with help from Power Home Solar. All right, so a little bit of a twist this week. Unfortunately, Dave Richard had a personal matter to attend to, so you're stuck with me. So I'll do the best I can to answer the fantasy questions. I know Sully's got something to talk about, but look, one thing I do want to impress upon you guys, consider doing a two-week Super Bowl. Mm. And I know a lot of you guys are going to go, what, what the hell is this guy talking about? Let, let me just tell you one thing. Think about the times when you've played fantasy football. You've had an unbelievable season. And in a one-and-done format, a totally ratty, lesser team beats you. And you go, well, that doesn't feel right. A two-week Super Bowl, something our league has, it's nice because when all the chips are down, over the course of two weeks, the better team wins. And that's really the way it should be. Uh, I don't like fairy tales. I don't like ratty teams winning Super Bowls. If you play in a league uh, like I do, um, where there's real money on the line, yeah, I think the two-week Super Bowl is really cool. And you do it in weeks 15 and 16 of the season, not week 17. But the two-week rolling total... That's where I think you, you're you going to decide the league champion in the fairest way. This one-week nonsense where Bob Laird of the Dolphins goes off for 40 and can decide hmm. a league, yeah, if you think that's cute, that's great. I don't. So I, I just consider it in your leagues. It's a small change, but I think it's one everybody can, if you put yourself in that position and you go, look, to win this league, you got to beat a better team over the course of two weeks. I think it really normalizes things. It's an insurance policy against bullshit. So just consider it. I know it's a bit off the wall for some of you. Some of you may be nodding your head and going, yes, I agree with that. That's a good idea. Think it over. Sully, what did you have before well, we do the rundown for the people? On that note, let me ask you another off-the-wall question, too, that, I, that we've done in our Fantasy League. Something that is... Kind of something you don't see a lot, but it's the substitution that you get in the playoffs for guys. Now, basically, yeah. and what, what is your your take been on it? Because basically, uh, what look. happens is you can, you're allowed to substitute a guy at halftime and swap him out live 
for someone else on yeah. your team. Yeah, I don't like that. I like the injury one, which was the initial intent of the rule. Mm-hmm. When you're in the playoffs and a guy gets hurt in the first or second quarter, um, I, I do think it's fair to designate a bench player that will be subbed in for that player. And it doesn't end your season based on a guy getting a concussion. Look, in the day and age now where we know what brain injuries are and concussions are monitored, they're serious, and appropriately, guys who get them are taken out of games now, why not have a, a, a mandate in your constitution that says, look, if a guy is out, I can sub him out. I don't like where the rule has gone where you can just take one player out who's just playing like shit. Yeah. Um, I think that's cheesy, but I'm not one to make us think about rules. So I live with it. I do think the injury protocol one for the playoffs, I think that's a really good thing for everybody's league. Put it in. Give people an alternative. I mean, what happens if you go in and let's say Adam Thielen makes his return and you're in the Super Bowl and he tweaks his hamstring in the first quarter and he's dead? That's not fair for you to take a zero. Season on the line, money on the line, trophy on the line. Why not be able to swap in one of your bench players? I don't see a reason not to, unless you're the guy who's playing against him and you're butthurt. Mm-hmm. So no, Mike, I think it's a it's a quality rules change. I think as fantasy players, we have to evolve with the game. The game's changed. So yeah, man, I, I, I like it. I just don't like where it's, oh, my guy's playing poorly. Let me make a swap. That's a little much for me. No, and it definitely is an interesting rule. I'd love to... If, and please, people listen out there, if there's an interesting rule like that that you have, comment on the Instagram. I'd love to hear some of those. But um, on that note, Mike, I do want to ask you this, because it seems like we get this question every single week, and usually we kind of gloss over it because we're doing so many of the rundown questions. But someone asked this week from Justin on Instagram, and they said, Mike, I have to ask you this because I've been listening to the podcast all season, Mm. and I'm trying to convince the guys in my league to do an auction draft next year instead of a snake draft. I know it's clear that you're very supportive of doing auction drafts. Can you please explain why so I can convince my buddies? Yeah, it's simple. Everyone in the room has a shot at every player. I think only simple-minded idiots do snake drafts. Why would I go into a draft Oh, well, we picked out of a hat, and you get the sixth pick. Well, why don't I get a shot at those top five players? It's not right. Why don't I get a chance to make my team any way I want? I mean, think about it. You listen to shows, and they talk about, well, if you got the 11th pick, you should take a wide receiver because you can get the running back on the way back. Well, wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. What if I want to build my team with two strong running backs and don't do a whole lot at wide receiver? In a snake draft, and I'm picking eighth, I miss out on all the top backs. How's that fair? How's that right? Oh, well, there's a run on quarterback, so I better use this pick for a QB because by the time it gets to me again, wait a second. Snake drafts, you're just ending with a bunch of players you never really intended to have. With an auction, everybody decides what a player's worth. You decide if a player, like uh, Christian McCaffrey, If that player's worth $60 to you, then he's worth $60. If three guys in the room happen to have a differing opinion and go, look, I'm not going over 50, they've made a conscious decision, I'm not getting Christian McCaffrey. If you want him at all costs, you've made a conscious decision to get Christian McCaffrey. Why on earth would you take away the ability for owners to build the team exactly the way they want to build it? The specific players 
the specific hills to die on. Guys who want to go with a zero RB strategy. Guys who want to go with an air raid. Guys who want that that power backfield. Guys who have their eye on a specific quarterback or a specific tight end. Why not let guys do that? So to me, I don't really think there's anything to convince people of. Mm. The only people who like snake drafts are lazy because they don't require a lot of research. You get a list, you know the room, and you paint by numbers. With an auction, it's different. It's fluid. The costs that you might think guys go for don't necessarily play out. They can be higher. They can be lower. It's it's just a different level of strategy, but it's a different level of autonomy for you as a player. So I would just tell your friends, stop being idiots. Just do this. Do it once. You'll never go back. And that's the thing. The first time you do an uh, auction draft when you've been doing a snake draft, it's totally different, and it's enjoyable. I thought the first time I did one. It's not. It's just. It's the only way to do it. That's the best way I can put it. I'm tired of having to convince people. Just yeah. stop being stupid. Well, and we get those questions every year too. I have the seventh pick in my draft. Who right. should I? Who should right. I select? Right. I don't know. Whatever your piece of paper tells you. <laughs> yeah. It's dumb. I do have another question here from Kyle on Twitter, and it's uh, somewhat of a similar one to the last question, but something that they've heard you say all season. Mike, I've heard you say and talk on the podcast about how you like to stash defenses on your fantasy team. Can you explain what that means? Because I've always kind of been a proponent of adding and dropping defenses. Yeah, what I do is I lean out my bench. So I care about my starters. I don't really play for depth. Um if, if I end up incurring a ton of injuries, my season will be over. If I stay remotely healthy, I have a bunch of studs that are starters, and then I have duds that are on the bench. So I'll have a couple primary backups that are critical, and then I try to have as many as three fantasy defenses, uh, as many as six or seven weeks in front of a key matchup. So let's say in week uh, 15, you know, the Ravens are a good example. All right, a better example, because the Ravens are kind of a no-shit example, right? <laughs> Take a lousy team like the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, four or five weeks ago, they're on the waiver wire, and you see a Week 15 playoff matchup against the Redskins, you pick them up five weeks ago. Not only do you have that option in five weeks, but you've kept it away from the competition. Um, another bad defense who's got a, a good matchup. I think it's a startable playoff defense. The Cleveland Browns are at the Arizona Cardinals. Yep. The Kansas City Chiefs are playing the Denver Broncos. These are waiver wire defenses that you could have picked up weeks ago, and now in the playoffs, you got a really good matchup. How about the Tampa Bay Bucks playing the Lions with David Blau? Stafford got hurt six weeks ago. You could have that matchup in the playoffs. I, I love stacking defenses, and I like to have three of them. I like to have one that's kind of my go-to, and then two that have projected playoff matchups down the line that I may end up not using, but I'm not going to let who I'm playing hit the waiver wire and get that juicy matchup. And and just, again, you look, you look at the schedule grid, you look, for week, you look at week 14, 15, 16. You find something that really jumps out, pick the defense up and stash them away. It beats carrying a third-string running back. Yeah, and that's always the thing. Who do you drop? Who do you not? Who do you stash? But, uh, Mike, a few more questions from the people on here that I found on social media. What's going on with Kyler Murray and Josh Allen? Who are you more concerned with long-term between these two quarterbacks? 
Oh, I mean, I'm far more concerned with Josh Allen. Josh Allen cannot <laughs> accurately throw the football. I mean, it's look, it's the truth, Mike. He had a five-week run last year where he played like Cam Newton. Yep. And he was racking up 100-yard rushing games. Right. Right now, from a fantasy perspective, I don't think Josh Allen's a top-20 quarterback. He cannot accurately throw the football. If I'm in the playoffs right now, I think Josh Allen is near guys like Tom Brady. He's near guys like Mitch Trubisky. He's near guys like Gardner Minshew. He's near guys like Derek Carr. Those are just not guys I want to start in the playoffs. Look, Kyler Murray is still a rookie quarterback, but I think Kyler's still a top 12 quarterback. Good matchup against Cleveland this week. I, I, I think, you know, a, a rookie has a bad game. We freak out. Right. Overall, Kyler's really had a positive rookie season. And right now, like if you took – is there any difference right now between Kyler Murray and Carson Wentz from a fantasy perspective? The answer is no. Right. Yep. Is there any difference between Kyler Murphy and Kirk Murphy? Kyle. How about Murray? <laughs> Kyler Murray, Murray and Kirk Cousins. How about Kyler wow. Murray and Aaron Rodgers this week? Rodgers against Chicago, Murray against Cleveland. I'm probably starting Kyler Murray. Yep. So I, I just think there's no comparison. I think Josh Allen is just has always been an inaccurate passer, and it, it's only proving to be a, a bigger flaw in the National Football League. Why does it seem like the Saints hate Alvin Kamara? You've been surprised with his workload at all, and he's not been putting up a lot of fantasy points. I don't think he's been the same since the ankle injury. And, I, I again, you know what Alvin Kamara is? It's a study in touchdown luck. That's all it is. Yep. Touchdowns are a luck-based, hard-to-predict statistic. Normally, you can predict touches, Yards, targets, but touchdowns? No. Yep. I mean, the first half of last season, Julio Jones had one touchdown, nine games. This this year, Alvin Kamara, all of a sudden, hasn't scored a touchdown since week three or four. He could have three this weekend. It's hard to predict, but I think Kamara is struggling with an injury they're not reporting. I think it's clear that the Saints are trying to get him right Um for the playoffs, and really when you look at it, look, man, I mean, how many running backs are you really counting on right now? Yeah. You know, Alvin Kamara right now, or do you play Joe Mixon? Mixon was terrible. Last week, buck 46 and a touch. I probably still go Kamara. Guess what? I made the wrong call last week. You know, is it Alvin Kamara or Philip Lindsay? Lindsay's got a better matchup this week. Lindsay's get got has more workload. I probably go Philip Lindsay. But there's no there's no telling what Kamara could do this weekend. You know, do you start Alvin Kamara this weekend or David Montgomery? Mm-hmm. Probably Kamara, but the choice is actually a lot closer based on, look, how many backs are guaranteed, basically? Well, you say Derrick Henry. All right. Christian McCaffrey? Really? Christian McCaffrey cost me my season two weeks ago because he had an awful game against the Washington Redskins. Well, it's funny you say that, too, because the, the very next question I was going to ask you, should I trust Le'Veon Bell against the Ravens this week? Another no. running back. I, I I couldn't. I bet you if I sat down, I could give you 25 better options than Le'Veon Bell this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to wow. do that here. That would be a big waste of time. But it lets you know what I think about Le'Veon Bell in the playoffs yeah, no right kidding. now against the Ravens. Go ahead. Uh, last one for you here. What's the confidence meter on Tyler Lockett? Now, Mike, I believe you have him on your fantasy team. Another guy. Two weeks ago, fantasy playoffs, he got me a zero. <laughs> As in zero. No stats registered. Zero. Um, 
Look, all year Tyler Lockett was a a lock starter, top 12 guy. He has not been the same since the mysterious lower body injury, then a hospital stay, then a bye week, then a bagel. I think right now Tyler Lockett's a fringy top 20 guy. So I think you're looking at guys like Marvin Jones, guys like Christian Kirk, I think his, t- his teammate DK Metcalf. You're in that range now for Tyler Lockett where three, four weeks ago, I think he was amongst the Julio Jones, Julian Edelman, Galladay, Keenan Allen, Cooper area. Mm-hmm. I just don't know that he can be trusted. Uh, I mean, even, I mean, Mike, it's just where it's at right now. And when, look, Lockett has always been a guy who's outperformed um, the percentage of, of how players score touchdowns. He's always had more touchdowns than he should. Right. But, I mean, even when you look at this, he had three weeks in a row of just lousy performances. Three catches, one catch, no catch with a bye week in between. The targets went from 12 and 14 and 7 and 8 and 18 and 5 to 2, 3, and even this past week, 6. Four catches, 43 yards. I'm not sure I can count on him. I'm not sure he's right. Um, but again, this this time of year, if you design your team the way I do, Tyler Lockett's your starter, you're playing your starter. Unless you want to spin the wheel and try to go to the waiver wire and you think you're going to put your season in the hands of Jamison Crowder or you're going to put your season in the hands of Cole Beasley. Hmm. You know, that's your call. That's your call. Cool. Good insight, my man. What Filling else? in for That's Dave it? Richard. That's it. We, That's we it? went long, too, longer than usually with, right. we usually do for the segment. All right. Rate, review, subscribe, radio.com, iTunes, any other place you can get your damn podcast. Give us some support as we head into 2020. And, uh, of course, Sully operating the At Valenti Podcast account. He'll have some fun on there as well. Enjoy your week. We'll talk to you next week.